without further ado, at 6.30 on 6.30 KHOW and iHeartRadio station. Uh, on hold right now is Commissioner Don Brown. Don Brown was appointed by the Colorado Commissioner of uh, Agriculture by John Hickenlooper in 2015, a third-generation farmer in Yuma County. Uh, runs sev- several successful businesses while spending most of his career managing and growing his family extensive farms. Has been an active an activist in water conservation, energy development, and designing and implementing technology and uh, innovations within the industry. And without further ado, we've got to welcome uh, Commissioner Don Brown to the Modern Eater Show right here on iHeartRadio. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and uh, J.P. Krause, president of the Colorado Chefs Association. How are you, Commissioner Brown? Well, I'm fine tonight. How's everybody doing there? We're doing great, man. Uh, thanks <laughs> for joining us on the show. No, I'm doing fine. Lovely day in Colorado again, you know. I know. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, I haven't imbibed it yet. Imbibed yet today, but uh, maybe later, right? Maybe a couple of green beers. Why not? A Colorado no. craft beers can't go wrong. You're not a kid. Uh, listen, Don. Uh, we got to talk to you about a lot of stuff, but here it is uh, coming up this Thursday. It's uh, Colorado AG Day, and we had David Colley on, events chair for Colorado AG Council and uh, Colorado Ag Council, and just had a lot to stuff. And we kind of set the stage and talked about uh, you know not only just uh, Colorado Ag. And, and the people involved in it. But at first blush, uh, uh, Colorado Agricultural Day here at the state capitol on Thursday. Well, we like to celebrate, I guess, a little bit about our luxury that we have in eating in this great nation of ours. And we use uh, the Colorado Ag Day to bring that to the forefront, to have, well, quite a few chefs that donate their time. We have a lot of fun with a bit of a contest. We pair those chefs, as you're well aware, with maybe legislators or people such as myself, uh, kick that thing off about 11 o'clock and free food for everybody that shows up. We'll hit about 1,000 people and, and donate some money to um, at the Feeding America Food Bank. It's really just a celebration, I think, to bring to the forefront that only about a little over 1% of the people in the nation feed everybody else. You know, it's interesting, and we talk about Colorado Agricultural Day coming up here at the state capitol on Thursday. Um, but putting all of those pieces of the equation together with um, the chefs, uh, the farmers, uh, legislators, uh, it all makes the wheel go round. And, and really, that's what we're trying to accomplish here, right? Everybody's super cooperative and really uh, glad to join in. The governor's a huge supporter of it. Uh, he doesn't miss it. Of course, he's everybody like else. Everybody else, he likes to eat. And uh, so he doesn't miss it either. And we'll have, uh, I'm sure that um, it's my understanding that the chair of the uh, Senate Ag Committee, Jerry Sonnenberg, will be there. And uh, the chair of the House Ag Committee, Jenny Arndt, will be there. And people donate their time. Uh, they don't, the chefs don't get a nickel for this. And it's really appreciated by those of us who help put it on. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's rewarding. Now, you did a little speechifying down at the, um, uh, you visited the, the Ag Expo in um, southern Colorado, I believe. Cortez. Yeah, Cortez. Uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of things that we're facing as Coloradans um, together. We're all in this together in Colorado Proud. Uh, but you said one of the top priorities is correcting the perception many lawmakers on the front range ha- have of farmers and ranchers um, and the rest of the state. Uh, what are some of those things that you're going to initiate and, and see through as one of the top agenda items this year? 
Well, I'm not sure correcting perceptions is maybe the right way to word it, but um, I think making people be aware of, of the challenge and task that we have in agriculture. Uh, water is extremely significant if you want to grow anything in the arid west. That agriculture is, well, depending on how you want to do the math, number two or number three industry in the state. And, of course, you know how we'll do the math. We'll make it number two, uh, $40, 50000000000 billion a year when you get done, 170 to 80,000 people involved. And that it plays a big part of our economy in a very quiet fashion. And I, I think one thing that's really, really important to me that we, um, that we need to make sure that we recognize that we need to leave all our tools in the toolbox for agriculture to use, that uh, organic's important, conventional's important, uh, genetically engineered products are important, and, and that those choices for, should be available for anyone that chooses to use whatever choice it might be, how they want to consume their food. I think that's the, that's the biggest perception component, that I want to make sure we cannot feed uh, societies. Uh, today's society, 7.5 billion people with the 1930 technologies. No more than we would expect to throw away our cell phones or go back to the horse and buggy. It just doesn't fit. So just to rewind to make sure I heard you correctly, is is saying that um, some of the legislation that already has been passed uh, makes it more difficult on farmers and ranchers because of GMO legislation, and you believe that there's a place for GMOs within the, the... Well, let's let's call them genetically engineered. I think we need to refine that term. And secondly, here in Colorado, we really haven't faced those obstacles. Our legislature has not approached those issues at all. We've had some uh, ballot issues on, for the constitutional component of it, but we, the legislators have not approached those issues in the sense that there is no legislation currently here in Colorado. I, I find our legislators here to be understanding and, uh, and listen well. So I think the concept that... Um, our legislatures in the way I don't think is, uh, I, I don't feel that way anyway. Other people may. I certainly do not. Yeah, I pull apart from you just a bit, but then I come back together because I've worked closely with ranchers and farmers, and sure. I know what it takes to have your uh, soil or your land deemed to be uh, organic. It's, it's, there's a lot to it um, in order to be able to achieve that when a lot of times they are working organic, and, but they just can't uh, come up or compete with some of the larger companies uh, that are able to jump through those hoops to be able to have that certification title. So uh, I'm with you on some of the archaic laws with that. And I, I just think that as long as everything's transparent and people know what their food is, um, I think we can all. Oh, I think I, I think that's the key: transparency, transparency. Everybody, and we, and that we don't take any choices away from people. I think that's important as well. I think that uh, everybody ought to be able to make that choice themselves. Yeah, I'm not. And without being legislated one way or the other, I, I think, yes, I just think, yeah, we need to be upfront about it. Here, Here's your choices. You choose what you choose to uh, purchase at the store or in the restaurant. Absolutely. I uh, really believe that. Online with us, Colorado Ag Commissioner Don Brown, taking time out with us on this lovely St. Patrick's Day in the Mile High City with um, Colorado Ag Day coming up on um, this Thursday, which we all get together and we talk about these issues and, and as Coloradans and, and, and what we face and obstacles that we need to overcome. I think it, since 1959, I believe it is, we're, we're, we're short 20% of our farm and ranching lands. Am I any, anywhere near that? You're close. Uh, we've, uh, we've lost acreage. Uh, we've also lost farmers since the 1930s. I, we've lost darn near half of them. Uh, and I don't quite know why. I think the economics of it as well as uh, I, 
I have to say that I often think rules and regulations drive them to larger farms. They get more complex, more difficult to, to get there. And so, no, we're losing farmers and we're losing farmland all across the nation. President- the average age of the U.S. farmers, you know, in the late 50s, 59 or 60. Uh, Colorado Chefs Association, J.P. Krause, going to jump in right now. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, speaking of the farmer kind of lack of farmers out there, I think that, you know, David Colley, and especially the CSU right now, they're doing a lot of outreach to the community yeah. and working with the chefs a lot so we can get out there and really show people the benefits of farming, whether it be creating a small urban farm yes. where you have chickens and a greenhouse in your backyard to yeah. front yard landscaping to, you know, becoming a full-on rancher with, with cattle. So really, there's a lot of outreach right now going out through, especially CSU, to really help the young adults make good decisions to be farmers in the future or ranchers. And to provide them with an opportunity to do so. Um, yes. It's yeah. a difficult business to get into. Uh, on a, And, um, I, I, yes, I'm, I'm a big CSU fan. I think, you know, it's our land-grant university here, and um, certainly they focus on agriculture. Uh, that was an original intent of those to a certain degree. And I, I agree with you. I think they're making a real effort. Commissioner Brown, Greg Holland back again. Sure. Uh, jumping right in, and I want to talk to you. One of the important things that is on our plate, uh, so to speak, uh, is food waste. 40% of our food go into a landfill. Uh, what do we do with that, and how do we uh, improve upon that? Well, <laughs> you know, if you would ever take, uh, and this is always interesting because I do this on occasion, take uh, grand, great-grandma's uh, china set that she got at her wedding, and, and if, if they could afford it, in 1920, and take that dinner plate and put it on today's dinner plate. And you will find that there's a lot less square inches on her dinner plate than there are today. And they're much larger today. And so food has become inexpensive, and so we have a tendency to just put too much on the plate. And that's a good portion of where food waste comes from. That's a really interesting uh, commissioner. <laughs> Do it okay. sometime. I mean, it'll just yeah. amaze you. So you're saying that it's a, more we put on the plate. It's more of a mindset, is what you're it's saying. It's a mindset to a certain degree, and of course, we uh, most of us are conscious of the fact that we need about X amount of calories a day, and so typically, if we're paying much attention to that at all, there's just normally a lot more on the plate than we need. Yeah, I also think when we go to a mindset that we. Um, look at our produce and we say, you know, it's just because it's a little ugly and it, it doesn't have that aesthetics yes. that may go to a grocery store to where when they're sorting through their produce of the day that the consumer may not find that um, aesthetically viable to them of changing the mindset of that's delicious food too. Certainly, and when you're talking, uh, we, there's, of course, two forms of food waste. Uh, there's the type that which simply is placed on the plate and never consumed, or then there's just what you're talking about. And we're, we're, uh, the American farmers done such a darn good job that we as consumers have gotten used to this idea that it has to look perfect. And, in fact, the flavor's the same, whether the skin of it was scarred a little bit when it was harvested or when it was growing, you know, like the potatoes that are growing next to a clod, they might, they can't, they don't press out normal, so we'll, we'll discard that potato. In fact, that potato uh, tastes just like the one that grew crop free. And yeah. so you're right. Uh, we've kind of, we've got a mindset we need to work on that, too. Yeah. What's your favorite Colorado vegetable? 
Oh, gosh, I like them all. I mean, I really do. <laughs> I, it's I like your kids, right? I mean, it's really good stuff. Which here. kid do you love the best is what I just asked you there. Oh, geez, you know, I, uh, I, I, it would be tough for me to pick one. And I don't think it's fair to my growers. I represent them all. <laughs> uh, Commissioner Don Brown, Colorado uh, uh, Ag Commissioner, uh, tell us a story. Tell, highlight somebody. Oh gosh, I you know I I um I don't want to pick out any one individual. I want to talk just a little bit about um, the, the tenacity and the uh, grit that our farmers and ranchers have. That they're in a commodity raising business. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, there's nothing like, and I've had this happen to me personally. Uh, we'll work all summer to grow a crop, uh, and hail is a big thing here, and you can watch a whole year's work. Mm. disappear in 10 minutes mm-hmm. yeah you, you nothing left you also talk about the heroes of um our western slopes that get, get a very little notice with very difficult growing conditions Those conditions are not uh, no it is not easy and uh, you'll have not enough rainfall too much rainfall our western slope folks uh I admire them as well. One thing that we're seeing a lot of pressure on is the livestock industry on the western slope as far as um, the multiple-use doctrine for our federal lands. And, of course, we're delve off into a whole other subject here, but 36% of our state's owned by the federal uh, feds and, and the multiple-use doctrine, and so it's making it hard on them in the, in the beef and sheep industry. So, no, there's a lot of pressures everywhere every day. Bison or cattle? I'm sorry. Bison or cattle? Oh gosh, you know. I, once again, I'm a leave every tool in the toolbox guy. <laughs> I can't you get gotta you. Have them all, Commissioner. I can't. Your favorite Colorado craft beer? <laughs> all of them. You, you, you know, I, I'm I'm pretty tough to pin down. I you're guess not so. <laughs> I guess so. I like them all. I really do. I, I, we have such a bountiful uh, here in Colorado. It's just amazing. Did you know that 50% of the food that we raise in the state is exported, that we, have, we, have, we do such a good job of it here? Um, two, you know, there's 3,000 counties in the United States that have gross egg sales. Colorado has two in the top 25 in the nation. And I always think, gosh, if that was a football or basketball team, that's all we'd talk about, wouldn't we? I'm looking forward to shaking your hand on Thursday, sir. Uh, thanks for taking the time out. I thought it was a very insightful conversation. Well, I would hope so, and I really appreciate you having me all, and it would be great to see you. Okay, there he is, Commissioner Don Brown.